Hallelujah. Amen. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through to 11 is our text this morning. Amen. How's everyone feeling today? Everyone have a good week. Amen. So glad that you're all here this morning where we can come in here, hear the word of God. And I believe God has a word for you today. I believe God wants to encourage some people, challenge us this morning, and really encourage us in our faith today. I want to preach a message simply entitled, It's In Your Mind. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, it's in your mind. How do you know, how many believe the Bible has answers for us? Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. His divinely inspired word can help you and I in our everyday lives. And today's message I'm preaching on is about the mind today. Because how many know, man, everything in here, we, we battle all up in here between our ears. It's all that happens in our minds. But I want to say, you know what? God has given you the ability to decide on what to choose. Everything begins in your own mind. But get this, everything happens on how you control your mind. How you control your thoughts. And everything hinges on what goes inside of your mind. How you think is up to you. And what you allow in your mind is so important because you decide whether you're going to worry. You decide whether you're going to entertain lustful thoughts. And I want you to get a revelation of this this morning. How you act, how you behave is a result of your thoughts. You're in control of how you respond to life's challenges, life's difficulties, life's disappointments. You're in control of your thoughts on how you respond to even successes. And God has given you and I this ability, this this free will, so to speak, to choose on what we should do. He gave Adam and Eve this wonderful opportunity. Hey, listen, in the garden, I want you to have everything is yours. Everything is at your disposal, but just don't touch this tree. And so he gave them this wonderful uh, revelation to say, listen, you're in control now. You've got the power this morning. And listen, right now, the reason why people get so angry and so easy is because they couldn't control their thoughts. The reason why people are egotistical is because they think highly of themselves than they do with others. It's how they think. If you're making note, what you think, the way you think, determines the type of life you live. Scientifically, we're told we have just over 2,000 thoughts per hour. I mean, that's a lot of thoughts that run through your mind. And in our text, it shows us a wonderful scripture that we have to make a decision, that we have to choose what kind of mind we're going to have. So Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 says this, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in an appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Hallelujah. That at that name, come on, the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those of under the earth. 
and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, the Apostle Paul is writing to the Christian. The Apostle Paul is writing this from the prison. And he's challenging selfish ambition. He's, he's saying, man, which brings this discord and disunity. He's compelling the Christian to love one another and reach out to people. Basically, he's saying, we need to think, we need to behave like Jesus. How many want to be like Jesus? Amen. You, you go throughout your week and I'm like, why am I doing this? And you regret the decision that you made. Amen. You're like, man, why did I go down that street? Why did I behave that way? Why did I speak that word? It's like, man, we need to think like Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? So number one, if you're taking note, let's consider your thoughts. You know, in his book called Influence, Dr. Robert Caldini of Arizona State University, he talks about a, sto uh, a story of a jewelry store owner who was preparing to go on vacation and left tasks for her staff to perform. She had a line of jewelry that hadn't been, sell uh, that hadn't been selling well. And she wanted the price cut in half. So in her haste, she left a note that was unclear. And when she returned, she was delighted to find that every piece of that jewelry was gone. She was, however, shocked to find that her staff had doubled the price of that particular jewelry. The pieces that hadn't been selling went out the door immediately once the price was raised because it changed the way people thought about them. You see, that's a power when it comes to your thoughts. The mind, listen, if you're making note, the mind is not the brain. It's two th different things. The brain is the physical organ that stores up information and data. The mind, however, is a spiritual dimension. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, Jesus says to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. So many things things happen in your mind that all of a sudden you're like man how come I'm not loving God the way I used to because there's something that has taken place in your mind something has taken over something has taken precedence and now the importance is not on God the importance is on something else but because it's something is in your mind so the word for the mind is in the Hebrew word is nephesh this conveys this deep spiritual aspects that is linked to your life. It's linked to your soul and heart. I want you to catch that. This is spiritual. That your mind is linked to your life. It determines the course of your life. It determines your soul and how you feel, your emotions. Everything stems from your mind. Your mind is the driving force of who we are fundamentally. It determines your life. Jesus spoke about this. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil that is stored in his heart. For out of the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Get that right. You know what? If someone has a potty mouth, oh man, they're just full of it. You know what? Literally evil. Yeah, you're going to certain places. You know what? It's like, man, you know what? You hear certain people and how they speak. It's like a, it's what's inside of their heart. It's what they've stored up in their mind. It's what they've stored up in their heart. And you've seen people's actions. You've heard them speak and watch them, how they behave. You're like, man, they're messed up. It's because of what they've allowed to be stored in their minds. It's because they've allowed whatever it is to be stored in their hearts. Because whatever is inside is going to come out. If you've got inside kindness and compassion, that's what will come out. 
If God inside grace and love, that's what will come out. Forgiveness, if what's inside of your heart, in your mind, that's what will come out. But if you've got bitterness inside, if you've got that root deep down in your life, unforgiveness, you've got something against someone, listen, that's what's going to come out. That's how you're going to live your life. You ain't going to trust anyone anymore. You ain't going to love people anymore because something is wrong inside of our minds. And the reality is this, so many times we do lash out in certain ways when we're frustrated. And so I want to encourage us, you know, because, man, how many of us want to change? How many of us are sick of this merry-go-round cycle of lifestyle? We, we said to God, God, I promise, you know what, I'll never do it again. <laughs> God, I'll, I'll never do that again. But then next minute, you know what, you're out there doing the same thing you promised. You're out there doing the same thing you, you pray. But listen, we got to ask God to help us because we just can't settle on just simply mind management. People spend so much of their time trying to fix the external. How many know what we need is this transformation of our mind? You can try and do things in your own strength. You can learn all the facts and all the data on your mind. Listen, that's not going to bring a change of mind. It's not about behavioral uh, transformation or it's not about behavioral modification. It's about supernatural transformation. Can you say amen? And God wants to get us to understand this in our minds because we need to win in the arena of our minds. There's Christians, there's many Christian men and women who just not spiritually and mentally tough. I mean, come on now. It's like, oh man, it's like supernaturally. I mean, God wants to give us this ability to walk by faith, not by sight, to walk in victory over our flesh. But I'm telling you, many are weak and stumbling because they're spiritually and mentally not tough. And God wants to develop within you and I this mental toughness. That when it comes to these issues of life and certain things change, we don't just spaz out and spit the dummy. We don't just go, oh, yeah, boo-hoo, we, we, ah. It's like, man, you know what? No, we need to get dominion in the area of our minds. Can you say amen? So many times Christians, man, give up so easy in their Christian walk, in their faith. is because they've given up in their minds. And I believe God is calling the men. I believe God is calling the women to rise up and begin to take dominion back into your homes. Take dominion back into your family and say, you know what? I'm going to start today and take dominion in my mind. And it's got to happen supernaturally. Amen. We're not about, you know what, behavioral modification. God, do something on the inside of my life. God, do something in my mind. I'm sick and tired of doing the same things over and over again. But let me ask you the question, are you desperate for change? Are you desperate enough for change that, you know what, just like the woman with the issue of blood? Oh, I'm telling you, she went to the doctors. She spent so much money and she got to the point where she was even worse off. And she said, if only I could touch the very hem of his garment. If only I could just touch. She recognized there's an issue in her life and said, man, I'm sick of this. I'm wasting my money. I'm wasting my life. I'm far worse than I am. And she begins to make her way. And she sees the crowd and she's walking through the crowd. And people looking at her thinking, what are you doing here? She says, I'm receiving my miracle I'm going to go get my miracle if I can just touch her I'm telling you people here this morning listen people will lie to you say you can't change people will say to you listen you're still the same God that I know back then but you need to say I'm 
reaching out to him, where I'm going to receive my miracle. I don't care what family say. I don't care what tradition says. I care about the word of God and what he says about me. Come on, are there any believers up in here this morning? Are there any Christians here today that says, man, I've got the victory because of Jesus Christ? There are 8 billion minds, get this, on the planet. And every mind is different. We all think that our perception, (laughs) we all think we're the one that's in the right and everyone else is wrong. Judges chapter 21 verse 25. In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. You see, everyone did what they felt like doing in their hearts. How many of you know that's the world we live in today? This is the world we live in. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. And it's like, you know what? Their opinion is the only right one, not yours. Everyone has an opinion on something. And so here it is. The scripture says they just do everything that is right in their own eyes. But you see, our natural mind many times is messed up. It's carnal and it's completely ungodly. That's why our hearts and our minds are wicked and we need Jesus to renew us in Romans chapter 8 verse 5 those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live according with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God it does not submit to God's law nor can it do so. I mean, what a wonderful scripture giving us revelation and insight, examining human nature. That our minds are completely messed up. If you find yourself always struggling, if you find yourself with habitual sins, and if you find yourself getting on the defensive whenever you're challenged spiritually, honestly, it's because your mind is set on, it's governed by the things of your own flesh. And to win in this practical area of your life, listen, you've got to deal with it spiritually. So number two, let's talk about making the right choice. With almost 8 billion minds running around loose, there is only one that matters, and that is the mind of Christ. Christ's mind has got to be supplanted in our minds. The word supplant means to supersede. It means to override. It means to take place of. And when we contend, right, when we begin to pray for this mind of Christ, we're communicating to God. We're saying, God, what would you want me to speak? God, what would you want me to do? God, how would you want me to respond? Because we're asking God, I want your mind to be at work. Because why is this important? Because his mind knows the beginning from the end. Ours don't. His mind knows things unseen and unseen, and we don't. His mind is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Ours change every minute. She loves me. She loves me not. She loves me. Uh, uh, what should I get today? Um, a quarter pounder? Happy Mega? Just, you know, and it's like, you know, and this, this is the way we think. It's just changing constantly. Our minds are change, 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 change. Isaiah 55 verse 8. Watch this. God says this, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways. My ways, says the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
You see, that's why we need to get the mind of Christ because God thinks completely different the way we think. And so the Word of God gives us a secret to overcoming a messed up mind. He gives us a secret to righteous living, successful Christian living, and is found in Romans 12 verse 2. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Watch this. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. I'm telling you, there's a secret right there. When you begin to live, not according to the world, but being transformed by the Word of God. Church, we got to be transformed. This word transformed speaks about its metamorphosis, which means to be radically changed from a caterpillar to a butterfly. And I want to encourage you, listen, it's in this transformation. It's in this radical change that we understand God's will for our lives. Perhaps this morning, the reason your situation is still messed up, perhaps this morning your predicament remains unchanged. You still struggle in your marriage. You're still bad with your money. You're a horrible friend. You worry so much that just bringing this mental instability in your mind. Listen, it's because this morning you have never allowed your mind to be completely renewed to be completely transformed and radically changed. Listen this morning, we need this renewal. We need to receive the mind of Christ. And it comes down to you now making the decision to do so. James 1 verse 6 says this, Let him ask in faith, no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, tossed by the wind. For, not, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Watch this. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So right there, you know what? If you want to live successfully for Christ, you got to not live like the world. you got to make a decision to be transformed. But James is saying is someone who is tossed to and fro, he's, he's a double-minded man. He wants to live in the world. But he also wants to live in the world. He wants to live like a Christian, but he wants his lifestyle in the world. Listen, if you're ever going to have a, a renewed mind, if you're ever going to overcome your lifestyle and overcome bad habits, you've got to and you must be willing to be transformed. Because it's through there, through God's spirit, through the wonderful resurrection power, God begins to transform your life. And that you can be stable. But you've got to make a decision. Colossians 3 verse 1 through to 2. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Watch this. Set your minds on things above. Not on earthly things. You have to make a decision. You got to make up your mind when it comes to making godly habits. You got to make up your mind and say, you know what? I'm going to have some convictions. I'm going to live by some principles according to the Bible. Because if we're not, we're going to be continue living lives that are completely messed up. We're going to continually live in our sin. But if we have the mind of Christ and if we make up our mind every day, I have decided to follow Jesus. Every day, God, I, I'm going to carry my cross and I'm going to follow you. Listen, you can't have a positive life when all you have is a negative mind. 
You can't have a spiritual life when all you have is a carnal mind. So you must make a decision. You must make the choice to say, listen today, God, I want your mind. The National Science Foundation published an article summarizing research on human thoughts per day. It was found that the average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Of those thousands of thoughts, 80% were negative. Watch this. And 95% were exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. We can see that one of the tendencies of, of the mind is to focus on the negative and play those same sad songs over and over again. This is human nature, man. It's like, man, you know what? You thought you were gone good. This is why you must be spiritual. You must overcome your, uh, you know, the flesh by being spiritual. And it happens through prayer. Because the enemy would want to come in and begin to, you know what, bombard your mind with all these thoughts. The enemy seeks to devour your life. But this is why the word of God is so important. Because in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down of strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You know, the word of God right there says, you know what, whenever things come in your mind, you got to bring them captive. You got to be on the offensive and say, you know what, I'm going to take these thoughts that are captive every day. Whenever you get these thoughts of, you know what, man, you know what, I capture that in the name of Jesus. The word of God, get into the word, fill your mind with the word of God. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God helps you to discern on where to live and what to do. If there's a negative thought, the word of God gives you clear direction, gives you discernment on how to live. You got to say, whenever these thoughts come, capture it. And you got to say, man, that's a return and center, that one. Oh, man, you know, come to me, my man, no, turn it back in the name of Jesus. Again, you got to make a commitment in your mind. You know what? I'm going to be renewed. I'm going to be renewed through prayer. Replace those thoughts with what God says. Content for wisdom in your life and pray for the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. It's in your mind. It's in your mind. If you can win the battle in your mind, you can win the battle in the physical realm. But you've got to do it in the supernatural. I believe God's speaking to people and say, you know what, it's time to get some mental toughness. Devil plays, you know, the idle mind is the devil's playground. The need for spiritual mental toughness is a reality. Will you make a decision today and say, you know what, I've been unstable in my life. I'm going to make a decision to put God first. I'm going to make a decision to be in the Word of God and allow the Word to direct my life. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye is closed. You're here this morning and you're not saved. Your heart is not right with God. You know this. Your heart is not right with God, but you want to be saved. You, want to, you need forgiveness. If that's you this morning, you want to be forgiven of your sins. 
You want to give your heart right? You want to get your heart right with the Lord this morning? I want you to do one simple thing. Just raise your hand with mine. Lift it up. No one looking around. God is speaking to you today. You're not saved. Your heart's not right with God. Lift it up this morning. Say, yes, that's me. Lift it up. God sees it. God loves you. You know you're not right with God. You're living in sin. You're away from God. Listen, Bible, the friend, Bible, the uh, friend, the Bible tells us it's appointed for man to die once and then comes judgment. Where will you spend eternity if you were to die today? Listen, God says in His Word that no sin shall enter into heaven. No fornicator, no liar, no thief, no adulterer shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But the good news, friend, because every one of us is guilty. The good news is that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him can have eternal life. That's you this morning. You know you're not right with God. You know you're living in sin, but today you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to accept Christ in your life. Lift it up. No one looking around. This is just between you and God. It's not about coming to church. It's about having a relationship with Jesus. It's not about religion. It's about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. If that's you, lift it up. Lift it up this morning. Maybe you're a backslider. You once had a walk with Christ, but you've backslid and you've gone back into your own ways. You've gone back to the pattern of the world. If that's you and God is speaking with you right now, I want you to encourage you. Lift up your hand. I'll kind of the privilege to pray with you this morning. Backslider, come home. Lift up your hand. If that's you, lift it up. No one looking around. Oh God, minister upon this place. Heal every broken heart in Jesus' name. If that's you, you're not saved. No right with God. God loves you. He wants to save you and He wants to give you eternal life. Hallelujah. Amen. Turning to the church. Church, it's in your mind. Maybe God's been dealing with you about, you know, this double-mindedness. Living in the world and, and trying to live as a Christian, it's not going to work. You got to take victory today. The blood of Jesus Christ. Live under the blood. Live under His protection. Make a decision. You want it? I'm going to have this spiritual mental toughness about my mind. I'm going to get the mind of Christ. Amen. These altars are open. Why don't we come and find a place to pray this morning? Let's open up these altars. If God's spoken to you this morning, why don't you come out of your seat and ask God to help you in your mind. Some of you are battling right now thoughts. You know, it's thoughts that are in your mind that, you know what, it's, it's been hurting your life. It's been hurting you physically, mentally. You've been worried. You've been consumed in your mind about what to do, the next chapter, what, how it's all in your mind. God have your way, Jesus. Come on, you pray to the Lord this morning. God wants to set you free today. In the name of Jesus, right now, God. God, deal with our minds here at this altar, Lord. Help us to be spiritually minded, not carnally minded, Lord. God, let our minds be set upon you, Lord God, and your word. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, touch and minister right now, Lord. Oh, God, a fresh renewal right now, Jesus. Oh, God, right now, loose your spirit. I pray the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. God, her heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Oh, God, I come against every assault in the name of Jesus. 
Every demonic strategy of hell right now, God, be broken in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, loose your spirit this morning, God, minister. Upon him, God, every burden be lifted off. Every, Lord God, work of the enemy, God, that is, Lord, trying to attack his mind. God, I break every foul demonic spirit right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for our brother, Lord God, and his family, Lord. Lord, you lead him as a man of God, God. You lead him, Lord Jesus. God, as he begins to break every curse, Lord God, and curses that are upon his mind. Lord God, that you release the blood of Jesus right now, sets him free. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, minister upon her mind in the name of Jesus. Pour out your spirit. Touch, Lord God, and minister. Lord, your word says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication that our request be made known to you. Oh, Lord God, let the peace of God surpass all understanding, God, this Oh, let peace reign, God, this morning. Let peace rule and reign, God, today in their minds. Set them free, Lord God, I pray. Set them free, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Touch and minister, Lord. Oh, God, wonderful, wonderful Savior, Lord. Oh, those that are in the prison of their mind, Lord, set them free today. Those that are held captive in their mind, God, set them free this morning. Lord, I come against, Lord God, a spirit that runs rampant in this city. Lord God, the spirit, Lord God, that runs rampant in Eagleby and Beanley, Lord. I come against, Lord God, every mind, Lord 